Shabbat Shalom, Israel. Shabbat Shalom. First given honor to the Most High and the Today's class, uh, something I've touched on before, just in passing, but uh, I'm going to go a little bit in depth. Selflessness versus selfishness. Uh, we deal with these opportunities day in and day out on the really display what your spirit is really talking about. Whether you're about that selflessness, taking care of the business so it don't affect anybody else in your household or your nation or your people. Or if you're being selfish and you continue to be a hindrance and not a solution. You're not being an asset to the nation. So we're going to get into it. Give me Leviticus. 19, 17. The book of Leviticus, chapter 19, verse 17. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thy heart. He said, you shall not hate your brother. You shall not hate multiple forms of hatred. One of the biggest things that we have, right? We look at each other with that covetous and that envious spirit. Right. We hate what another person that look like us got because we don't have it. We all hurting. We all got a little bit of nothing, but we want to take the little bit of nothing the next man got so we can feel like we got something. We all fighting about a day in and day out. We got enemies around about at every corner, every every flank. You got somebody looking to see you fall. And bad enough, you got it within your own nation. It makes it even harder. We have a selfish spirit. To want to be about ourselves versus making sure everything is good so we don't be a hindrance. Making sure our, 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 our brothers is good, our sisters is good, so they don't be a hindrance. Read it again, bro. Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. He said, you shall not hate your brother. You shall not have that hatred towards your sister. You shall not have that hatred towards your nation. Read Thou shalt in any wise rebuke. What do you got to do? Rebuke. He say, bring correction, man. Bring that understanding. Be that brotherly. Have that brotherly love towards your brother. Have that sisterly love towards your sister. He say, you shall what? Ah. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor mm -hmm. and not suffer sin upon him. He say, do what? And not suffer sin upon him. That's one of the biggest parts. Not suffering that sin upon your brother. Not suffering that sin upon your sister. When you see them going left, man, make sure you bring them back to the straight and narrow. When you see them going right, man, make sure you bring them back to the straight and narrow. Because if you see it, you got an understanding on what's going on. You know about it. That blood on your hands if you don't see anything. That's right. That blood on your hands if that ill will, if that sin snowball and cause an effect for everybody else. That's on your hands. Bring it out. You liable for them lives that, you, that have now been destroyed all because you didn't want to open up your mouth and make sure your brother was good. You didn't want to do your duty of being a brother, being your brother's keeper, being your sister's keeper and bringing that understanding to him. Hey, man, it's time to check that spirit, bro. Come right. right. Read, bro. Thou shalt not avenge. Nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people. And that's something that we got to let go, man. Our people will hold a grudge with our own people. Bring that out. 
still holding on to that baggage like they say, man, from, from, from the 99 and the 2000. Still holding on to that baggage, man. Don't want to free up that backpack so you can make that trek up that hill so much easier. We still holding on, man. We still bearing that grudge, man. Read up. But thou shalt love thy neighbor. He said you going to do what? Love thy neighbor. He said you going to love your neighbor. But how are you going to love your neighbor, though? Brute Reed. As thyself. He said as I what? As thyself. So you going to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So by you loving yourself, you going to do what? You're going to make sure everything lined up. You're going to make sure all your ducks are in a row, all your I's are dotted, all your T's are crossed. You're going to make sure everything is good, right? Right. So if you're going to make sure you good, he said you're going to love your neighbor as you love yourself, but that means you got to make sure they good too. Right. But that means you got to make sure you is in order so that spirit will rub off on them. Right. So they'll be able to be an asset. It's being selfless. Because once you understand the decisions that you make and the decisions that you don't make affect not only just you, should make you think about that. Should make you check yourself. But like we just read, my people still bear that grudge. We still had that hatred. We still had that covetous and envious spirit. We still killing ourselves, man. Committing suicide and don't even know. But I digress, man. Let's get let's get more into it, man. Give me. Second uh, Corinthians thirteen and five. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of Second Corinthians, chapter thirteen, verse five. So when you love your neighbor as you loving yourself, this is what you're gonna do. Read, ah. Examine yourself. He say, do what? Examine yourself. So when you loving on yourself, and you making sure what you in line with the Most High, right? You following the blueprint that's been put in front of you, and you making sure everything is in order, right? He say, examine yourself, right? Read whether ye be in the faith. He say whether you all the way in this. He say whether you all the way trekking in this, because the Most High say he gonna check your spirit, he gonna test you to make sure you there. He gonna check you to make sure your your faith cannot be broken, your will cannot be shaken. Bring it out. So he say, examine yourself. Make sure everything is in line. Make sure you're able to ride. Read up. Prove your own self. He say, do what? Prove your own self. He say, make sure you're loving on your brother, man. Because proving your own self and making sure you're falling in line, right? That coincide with self-examination. Read up. Know ye not your own self? Mm -hmm. How that Yahawashah is in you? He say that Christ is in you. He say that Yahawashah is in you right you are the temple right you are the light right you are the physical embodiment of the law right Bring it out. that's you so for christ to be in you for your house to be in you you got to continue to examine yourself and continue to walk that path right right well walking that path is going to be a path of selflessness right because when you in order the household is in order Everything good, ain't no drama, ain't no BS. And you know what that's gonna do for the brother and your sister? That spirit gonna rub off on them. Bring it out. You gonna be that example, you gonna be that light, you gonna see that they watching you. Alright. They picking up on what you putting down. Selflessness versus selfishness. Read up. Except ye be reprobates. And that's the one thing that you don't want in this truth, man. You don't want that reprobated mind, man. 
their reprobated mind come at a cost. Right. It's lamentations, it's sorrow, and destruction. And we're gonna get into some of that. So let's go into one of the the one of the biggest brothers that had a reprobated mind. Give me first Samuel fifteen and one. Let's talk about Saul. Everybody know about Saul. But let's see what Saul did to make him who he was, man. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of Samuel. Chapter 15. The book of 1 Samuel. Right. Chapter 15, verse 1. Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people. He said he sent him to anoint Saul to be king over the people. So if you are a king, right? What's going on right? You are literally leading the people. You are now an example. People are now watching you, watching the steps that you make, the decisions that you make, watching the actions that you take, right? Read up. Over Israel. Now therefore, hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. He said to do what? Hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. He said, hearken unto your God. Hearken unto the instruction given from your God. So by you listening to the instruction, you what? Following commandments. You following the order, right? So let's see what happens when you don't. Keep going, bro. Verse 2. Thus said the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel. Uh-huh, read. How he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Read. Now go. And smite Amalek. What was uh, Saul charged to do? Smite Amalek. So the Most High gave him an order, gave him a direct commandment that I need you to go and lay waste to these people that did harm to my people. Bring it out. Right? That was his order, right? So read on, bro. And utterly destroy all that they had. He said, do what? And utterly destroy all that they had. So not only was he given a commandment to take care of Amalek, he said destroy everything. That's right. Everything must go. That's right. Nothing can be left behind. Nothing can be held on to. That's Everything right. got to go. Right it's a blowout sale. Right going out of business. Nothing can stay. So what do you think this brother did? Did he hearken unto the commandment? Was he selfless? And listened unto the Lord and did what he was supposed to do? Or was he selfish and did what the hell he wanted to do? Let's see. Finish it out, bro. And spare them not. He said, spare them not. Don't let nothing slide by. Don't let nothing get by. Show no mercy. It's either get down or lay down. Bring it out. Read up. But slay both man and woman. He said, both man and woman. Read. Infant. He said, what? Infant. He say even the infant, even the little little puppy, because they not people, man. They the vagabonds on the earth, man. Right. Read, all right. And suckling. He say even the suckling, even the ones fresh out the womb that's still on suck. Read, all right. Ox and sheep, camel and ass. So he say destroy everything. They cattle, the people, the city. Everything must go. So. Did he hearken them? Give me Exodus 19 and 8. Exodus 
So this was what we did as a people. Israel, we signed a contract verbally and in blood saying that we was going to listen to the word of God. That we was going to hearken unto the word of God. That everything that he say do, we was going to do it. Right. That was in the contract. That was in the clause that we signed. Those were the terms of the agreement. That's right. Read, Doc. So, book of Exodus, chapter 19, verse 8. And all the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. He said, what? All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. So, he said, everybody said it. He didn't say just some of them. He said, everybody signed that contract verbally and in blood, saying, we going to listen to the Most High. Read, Ot. And Moses returned the words of the people. He said, return those words of the people. Read. Unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. So now we have a, a witness, Most High and Moses. And you yourself was a witness because you yourself said we was going to do this. Bring that up. So let's see if we follow what we said we were going to do. Go back. Jump over to verse 6. 1 Samuel 15, verse 6. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 6. And Saul said unto the Kenites, Go, depart, get you down from among the Amalekites. Mm -hmm. He says, separate, go to move around, because if you don't, you're going to get caught up in this fury. Right? Read. Lest I destroy you with them. He said, lest I destroy you with them. Read up. For ye shewed kindness to all the children of Israel. Uh-huh. Read. When they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from, from among the Amalekites. So they separated themselves because they didn't want that smoke. Read. And Saul smote the Amalekites. He said, Saul did what? Smoke the Amalekites. Read. From Hevala. Until thou comest to sure that is over against Egypt. So it say he smote the Amalekites, right? But did it say he smote all? Bring it out. Did it say he did everything that was commanded of him to do? Bring it out. Keep reading, bro. Let's see what happened. Verse 8. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive. What did he say? He took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, Alive. So he was still breathing, bro. He took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive. But when we just read over in, 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 in 2, he said everything got to go, right? He said everybody got to go, right? Everything must be destroyed, right? That's so right. why was he taken alive? Read up. And utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. Mm -hmm. But so... And the people spared Agag. He said, but Saul and the people spared the Amalekite. When the Most High said, I need all of them out of here. That's right. I need that candle blown out. That's right. The commandment was given that everything must go. That's right. Read, bro. And the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and the lamb, and all that was good, and would not utterly destroy them. He said, did what? And would not utterly destroy them. Read. But everything that was vile, and refused 
that they destroyed utterly. So instead of destroying everything like the commandment was given, like the order was passed down from the top, everybody got to go. He said, no, I'm going to make sure he, he, he spurred all of the goodness of the land, all of the fatness of the flock, all of the oxen, all of the sheep. Everything good. We're going to keep it. We're going to hold on to that. Break it out. So you got to remember, as the ruler is, so are the people. That's right. So if you are the leader, if you are the king, if you giving the commandment to the people that this is what we're going to do, they're going to follow it. But the order that was given to you from the top told you everything got to go. So are you being obedient? Are you being disobedient? That's being selfish. That's right. Because if you being selfless, you would have followed the order and you would have made sure nothing else happened to the rest of your people. Because now, by you being disobedient, you got to get checked. Right. It's only right, right? Every action you have, there's a consequence behind it. Right. Whether that consequence be good or whether that consequence be bad. That's right. Bring that out. Give me Romans. 1 and 28. So let's see what type of spirit this man had. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. He said they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. They didn't want to retain the will of the Most High. They didn't want to retain the commandments of God. They didn't want to retain the word of the Lord. Read. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. To a what? To a reprobate mind. They gave you over to a reprobate mind. You're polluted. You're filthy. You're abominable. Bring that up. Read. To do those things which are not convenient. Read. Being filled with all unrighteousness. With all unrighteousness. Read. Fornication. Uh huh. Wickedness. Uh huh. Covetousness. So I'm gonna keep all the fatlings and the the, the sheep and the oxen and the good. Read. Maliciousness. Mm-hmm. Full of envy. He say full of envy. So we understand the story of Saul. Saul had an envious spirit. We are gonna get into it. But Saul had an envious spirit as well over David, right? The most I put a reprobate mind on him. He didn't want to listen, so he did away with him. He was no longer good in the eyesight of the most high. So this is the spirit he was operating in. Read. Murder. He say what? Murder. Didn't he try to kill David? Not once, but more, numerous times? Bring it out. Bring that out. Read up. Debate. Deceit. Mal- malignity. Whispers. Backbiters. Haters of God. What was Saul? Haters of God. What did he turn the people into? Haters of God. Read up. Despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors, inventors of evil things. So, by you being disobedient, now you have in, invented an evil spirit, bro. Right. Not listening, not hearkening. That's a sin, man. That's right. Don't you see what our people going through now by not listening, not hearkening? By us having that selfish spirit, by us wanting to do what the hell we want to do. By us wanting to do the things that we want to do versus following the blueprint. 
if we would have followed the blueprint, our lives would have been so much easier. We wouldn't have to worry about things like all of these spirits that our people hold on to. Finish it out, bro. Disobedient to parents. So he said you was disobedient to the parents. Disobedient to the elders. Disobedient to the leadership because Saul got the order from the priest. He told him this is what God wants you to do. This is what the Lord say do. So he was disobedient to the parent. Right. <laughs> Read, bro. Without understanding. Covenant break. What did he do? Covenant break. Because when we read over in Exodus, he said all the things of the Lord that he said we was going to do, right? That's right. That was the covenant that we signed, right? That's right. He said we covenant breakers. So Saul had this spirit on it. Read, bro. Without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God. Who knowing the judgment of God, knowing what you're going to get if you be disobedient. Know what it is up front because God let us know what it is. He told you either you're going to listen and get right or you're not going to listen to get these curses. You're not going to listen to get this reprobate mind. You're not going to listen to get this evil spirit. You're not going to listen to get checked. Straight out. Read up. That they which commit such things are worthy of death. What are they worthy of? Worthy of death. That's what you got waiting on being selfish. That's what you got waiting on having that selfish spirit, man. That's right. Having that Negro spirit. Read, bro. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. He said, not only have uh, not only do it, but have pleasure in being wicked. Right now. Because if you didn't have pleasure in being wicked, you wouldn't continue to be wicked. Alright. So let's get back into it. Go back over. First Samuel 15 and 10. The book of First Samuel, chapter 15, verse 10. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel. Saying, it repented me that I have set up Saul to be king. So he said, it repented him. The, the, the most high saying, it, 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 bro, I got to rethink my whole plan now. Because I put a wicked, I put somebody there and he decided to go wicked. He decided to go left. He decided not to listen to the game plan, not to follow the order. So, uh, you know what? Reprobate mind. Uh-huh. Evil spirit. Read, uh-huh. bro. For he has turned back from following me. He turned back from following God because listening to the word, taking heed to, to the commandment is following. But if you don't take heed to the commandment, you don't listen, you don't follow, you pulled away your shoulder. Right. You turned your back. Right. Read, right. And has not performed my commandment. He did what? And has not performed my commandment. Did not listen. Read. And it grieved Samuel. And he cried unto the Lord all night. So, not only was a selfish spirit that the brother had, he caused in lamentations for the brother. He caused in lamentations for the nation, man. Causing sorrow. Causing pain. Because you being a king, being a ruler over the people, you are obligated for their lives. That's right. You are responsible, excuse me, for their lives. 
You are obligated to make sure that they are in line with the Most High. Bring it out. Read, bro. And when Samuel rose early to me, saw in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place, and is gone about, and passed on, mm -hmm. and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. You see how he just spit in the face of God, man? Right now. He said, Blessed be thou, Lord, right? But how you gonna bless God when you just said bump what he said? Bring it out. When you ain't listening and, and follow the commandments, how you gonna say blessed be God? Bring it out. That's how Israel is, man. They 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 they, they get to use in that good game. They get right. to use in that mouthpiece, try to mask all the wickedness they done did. Hoping don't nobody pull back that cover and see the folly. Bring that out. Read, bro. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Bro, he just blatantly lied. Bring it out. Bring it out. In the priest's face. Bring it out. Saying I follow the commandment of God. Blatantly lied in the face of his brother. <laughs> this is what Israel do, man. That's right. Shalom, Mark. Shalom, sis. Boo. All the while, they selfish as hell. Bring it out. Bring that out. They was out there being wicked and coming into the building. Coming around you with that wicked spirit and trying to play the righteous game. Bring it right. out. It's a dangerous spirit to have. That's right. It's a dangerous spirit to have. He said, I have performed the commandments of the Lord. Lie. Like 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 the bishop say, that's a lie. That's right. Let's get into it though. So he 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 lied in the face of his brother, right? Give me Proverbs 19 and 9. The book of Proverbs chapter 19 verse 9. So let's see what happened, bro, when you got that lying spirit on you. Read, I. A false witness. A what? A false witness. I've done everything the most high commanded me. Read, bro. Shall not be unpunished. He said, "You not gonna, uh, you not gonna get unchecked." Excuse me. You, you, you thinking you gonna go unchecked? But I got some waiting at the door for you. Knock, knock. Here it is. I know we all done had situations with our, with our, with our people, with your mom or your daddy. They don't let you slide on something thinking you was good. But they came in with that belt wrecking shot. Oh, you thought I forgot about you, huh? Break it out. You thought I was just going to let that get by, huh? That's what your God do, man. That's right. You just going to tell me that lie right up in my face. Tell me you took the trash out, but I'm looking at the trash cans. All of them still full. Tell me you cleaned the kitchen, but the stove still got crud and, 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 and food still sitting on it. <laughs> Y'all don't hear me, though, man. Y'all read, bro. Read, bro. And he that speaketh lies. Shall perish. Shall what? Shall perish. He said, you that speak it lies shall perish. He said that false witness is not going to go unpunished. That's right. So you already got that dark cloud, that that that, that judgment looming over your head. Bring it out. And you bringing your nation in with it. Bring that out. <laughs> Get a little bit more of it though, man. Give me John 8 and 44. 
read that when you get there, bro. The book of John, chapter 8, verse 44. Ye are of your father, the devil. So having that type of spirit, having that evil spirit, man, you literally like the deceiver. You literally like the adversary to God, man. Because if you're not getting down with the most high, you're going to have to lay down as the enemy. It's a state property reference for, for some of y'all that don't get it. But read on, bro. And the lust of your father, ye will do. He said, the lust of your father, you will do. So the lust of that evil spirit, you're going to do. You're going to follow right after it. Right. Read on. He was a murderer from the beginning. And a bold nut in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. So what did the brother just do to the priest? Lie right in his face. Right. I I did the commandment of God to the T. Read. I, when he speaketh they lie. <laughs> he speaketh the lie. Read. He speaketh of his own. For he is a liar. And the father of it. So that spirit never left Saul. Saul got to just judge him right. for operating like he did, but we're going to get into it. Let's go back. 1 Samuel 15 and 14. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 14. And Samuel said, What meaneth then this bleeding? Of the sheep in my ear. He say, so if you did everything, why I'm hearing these animals crying out? Bring it out. Why I'm hearing the sheep go bad, bad, bad? Bring that out. Why I'm out. hearing the cow go moo? Bring it out. Bring it out. Why I hear the livestock, man? If you did the commandment of God, then he say destroy everything? That's right. Why I hear them animals in the background, Saul? Bring it out. Tell me something I don't know, Saul. Read, Ock. And the Lord. Of the oxen, which I hear. He said, I hear him in the background, bro. What's going on, Saul? I thought you just, you just told me you did the commandments of God, Saul. Bring it out. Read, up. And Saul said, they have brought them from the Amalekites. He said, they brought them from the Amalekites. But if you brought them from the Amalekites, you did not keep the commandment of God. That's right. Because they weren't supposed to be there. That's right. Read, up. For the people spared the best of the sheep. What'd he say? For the people spared the best of the sheep. But when we just read over here in 9, he say, Saul and the people. Yeah, you right. see how he tried to push that off? You got to take responsibility for your actions. It's called accountability. That's right. That's right. Because you are the king. You are the ruler of the people. As you move, they going to move. That's right. Bring it out. So not only did he just try to lie in the brother's face, he tried to lie again and say, man, it was the people that did it. But ain't you over the people? Ain't you commanding the people? Yeah. <laughs> Read. Uh, and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. <laughs> Peep game, Israel. This is how our people talk. When they get caught up in their lie. They get to deflecting off of something else. They get to put the issue off of somebody else instead of taking accountability for their selfish act. Bring it out. Ain't going to deal with it. 
Go on and own up. Go on and gird up your loins and take that L on the chin, bro, and get better. Right instead, you deflect. You lie about it. Put it off on somebody else. And that don't do nothing but add up. Yeah. It's a snowball effect. Right. Because once you say one, you have to say another one to backdoor that one, and another one to backdoor that one, and another one to backdoor that one, and you forgot everything you didn't already do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slippery slope, Israel, being selfish. It's a slippery slope having that spirit on you. But let's get some more, though. Jump down to verse 18. Verse 18. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go. And utterly destroy the sinners of the Amalekites and fight against them until they be consumed. So Saul is telling him, bro, the Lord sent you on a journey. He sent you on a mission. He pointed you out, said, hey, go deal with the people that did your people wrong. Go utterly destroy them. Go smite them to the ground, bro, to nothing breathe. Yeah. Nothing left alive. Read, bro. Wherefore, then didst thou not obey the voice of the Lord? He say, if you obey the voice while I'm looking at these sheep, if you obey the voice while the king's still alive. Read up. But didst fly upon the spoil, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord. He did what? And didst evil in the sight of the Lord. So not listening. Not taking heed to the commandment, not following the order, you are evil. That's right. Think about that, Israel. Not listening, not hearkening, not following the order, not taking heed to the commandment, you are evil. That's hard. That's cold. Most I get down like that. He said, perfection above all, man. You got to be perfect. No, no blots, no stains, no nothing. Everything got to be perfect. How you going to be a light if you got something in front of the light blocking it? Bring it up. Read, boo. And Saul said unto sin, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. He said what? I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. He lying again. I obeyed the voice of the Lord. I killed everything but the oxen, but the sheep, but the goat. I kept the king alive, but I obeyed the commandment, though. I listened to the voice of God. Read out. Read, I have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. How do you utterly destroy them if the king is still alive? How do you utterly destroy them if the cattle is still alive? How do you utterly destroy if everything that's supposed to be dead is still walking, talking, moving? Bring that out. That selfish spirit, man, it's going to come back and bite you. It's going to come back and check you and the people around you. Read, bro. But the people took other spoil, sheep and oxen. Hold up, he say who? But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen. There he is again trying to deflect on the people. Instead of owning up, saying, I messed up, I didn't listen, I need to go in and make this right. That's right. He's still deflecting. The people weren't going to move unless you gave them the commandment to do it. 
<laughs> Being selfish go a long way, Israel. And we got to break that spirit immediately. That's right. Read, bro. The chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gagal. And Samuel said, Have the hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? So he said, does the Most High care about sacrifices or does he care about you being in order? Bring it out. Does he care about you burning something or does he care about you being in line? Bring it out. The two don't match up. One outweighs the other. Obedience go always outweigh disobedience. Read, bro. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. He say is he say obeying is better than sacrifice. Listening, taking heed to the commandment, following the order is way better than what you thought you was trying to do. Yeah. Than what you wanted to do. I gave you a specific order to do this, but you went on a limb and did your own thing. So is your own thing better than the commandment of God? Right Being selfish. Read I and to hearken than the fat of ram. He say, listening is more important than that fatness on that ram, man. Listening is more important than going down there and, 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 and try to get you a little bit of extra chochos, man. When you know your job give you wrong to where you don't have to work on the Sabbath. You don't have to break the commandment, but you choose. You know what, man? I'm going to just go on and, and, and give me a few hours in, man. It ain't going to hurt nothing. Being selfish, that's hurting everybody. That's right. We are in captivity. If your captivity is giving you an opportunity to follow the law of God without any hindrance, why would you go on the left side? Why would you put yourself at odds with the most high? Why would you do your own thing? Being selfish. It's the same thing that's happening here. It's the same spirit that we're carrying on today. Read, on. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. He say rebellion is what? Is as the sin of witchcraft. He say being disobedient is just like witchcraft. And you know what he said about witches. You suffer not a wish to live, right? Think about that, Israel. Let that sizzle in your spirit, man. Read. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. He say being hard-headed is just like idolatry. Because now who are you following? Are you following God or are you following your own? Did you put him above or did you put yourself above and go for your own? This is a dangerous spirit to have, Israel, and we got to get rid of it. Read. I because thou... Has rejected the Lord, the word of the Lord. He said, you rejected the word of the Lord by doing your own thing. You rejected the word of the Lord by lying and saying that somebody else did it. You rejected the word of the Lord by doing your own will. Right. Read. He had also rejected thee from being king. So he said, you know what? Since you want to reject the word of the Most High, since you want to reject the order, I'm going to reject you being king over the people. I'm going to hit you with this reprobated mind and send you down uh, 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 down a snowball effect of destroying yourself and the people around you. That's the consequences of being selfish. Jump down to verse 26, bro. 
Uh, no, matter of fact, hold that. Give me John. Give me John 12 and 48. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of John, chapter 12, verse 48. He that rejected me. So this is what Saul did. He rejected the most high. This is what we are doing now in the world, man. Rejecting the most high. This is what we doing now, even in the truth, calling ourselves with these fringes on. Rejecting the most high. Read. And receiving not my word. So being selfish, being disobedient, not listening, not hearkening to the commandment. Read. Has one that judges him. He says one thing that's going to judge you. And what that judge is, bro, read. The word that I have spoken. He said the word of God is what's going to judge you. Are you in order with the word or are you outside the word of, uh, outside the order of the word? Did you follow the thing to the T or did you do your own thing? He said the word of God is what's going to judge you. Read. The same shall judge him in the last day. So check yourself. Self-examine yourself. Make sure you are in order because if you not, the word of God is going to show you. Bring it out. Go back. 1 Samuel 15, 26. The book of 1 Samuel, chapter 15, verse 26. And Samuel says to Saul, I will not return with thee. For thou hast rejected the word of the Lord. He said, you rejected the word of the Lord, so I ain't even trying to be around you right now, partner. Yeah. I ain't even trying to get myself caught up in your wickedness right now, partner. That's right. He said, I got to separate myself, Mike. Read up. And the Lord has rejected thee from being king over Israel. Read. And as Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle. And it reeked. So Sam reaching out. I mean, uh, excuse me, Saul reaching out to Samuel. Talking, about, hold on, hold on, hold on, man, hold on, don't go, man, don't go, man. I, I, I'm trying to plead my case. Bring it Read up. And Samuel said to them, The Lord has rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day. He said, The Most High took the kingdom of Israel out your hands. You are no longer over the over Israel. You are no longer the king in his eyes. You are no longer a ruler over the people. You got your just judgment coming. Read up. And have given it to a neighbor of thine. Hold up, he said he did what? And have given it to a neighbor of thine. So you didn't want to listen. You wanted to be selfish. Now everything you had has been taken away from you and given to somebody else. Somebody else that's going to do what though, bro? Read. That is better than that. He said that's better than you. And by being better than you, he being in obedience to the word of God. That's right. He's being selfless because he's making sure he's following the order of God because now he's going to be king. He's going to be the ruler of the people and how he is, so is the people going to be. Yeah. And we all know who the kingdom went into. David. Same person who he tried to murder with that envious spirit because he saw that God was walking with David and not him anymore. Because he had a reprobate mind. Because he put himself and his people in sin by being selfish. That's right. Jump over. Let's get into what in the end happened to Saul. Give me 1 Samuel 31. Start at 2. 
the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 31, verse 2. And the Philistines followed hard upon Saul. So now Saul and his family getting chased down by the enemy. Read. And upon his son. And the Philistines slew Jonathan and Abinadab and Melchushua, Saul's son. So by Saul having that type of spirit, by Saul being selfish, he got his sons, he got his household destroyed. But there's more. Jump down to verse 6. Verse 6. So Saul died and his three sons and his armor bearer. So Saul, his sons, his armor bearer. Read. And all his men. And who? And all his men. Read. That same day together. So rolling with him, being attached to him, following him, you got judged. Because by you having that selfish spirit, you got your family taken out. You got the men that was following you taken out. Man. It's a dangerous spirit. And in right. the end, your candle got blown out too. Uh-huh. It's a dangerous spirit to have, man. That's right. Selflessness versus selfishness. Which one are you choosing, Israel? Which one are you wanting to, uh, to abide by, Israel? Do you want to be obedient? Or do you want to be disobedient? Let's get some more, man. Let's get another account. Give me Deuteronomy 7 and 10. So let's see what the Most High say about people that reject him. Let's see what's going to happen to them. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 10. And repay them that hate him to their face. He said he going to repay you that hate him to your face. Because if you're not being obedient, you're being disobedient. Therefore, you're hating God. You're hating the order. You're hating the, 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 the commandments that's established. You hate everything he said in line. That's right. Because you want to do your own thing. Uh-huh. Read up. To destroy them. To what? To destroy them. He said he's going to destroy you. Read. And he will not be slack to him that hated him. He said you ain't going to catch no reprieve, brother. You ain't going to catch no mercy, brother. He's going to be on you like white on rice. Right. Read. Uh, he will repay him to his face. He said he's going to come see about you. Not not open up judgment at the door. Bring it out. This what you got waiting on you by having that selfish spirit. This what you got waiting on you by having that envious spirit. This what you got waiting on you by having that evil spirit. Right. Let's get some more, man. Give me Joshua 7 and 1. I've talked about this before, but this is another blatant example. Go ahead, bro. This is a blatant example of being disobedient to God. The book of Joshua, chapter 7, verse 1. But the children of Israel committed a trespass in the accursed thing. So the children of Israel, specifically the brother of Khan in this matter, trespassed against God by taking of the accursed thing that he established 
we should not deal with. We should not take. So he didn't follow orders. But let's get into it. Read. Huh? For Akan, the son of Kormi, the son of Zebdi, the son of Zerah, of the tribe of Judah, took of the accursed thing. He did what? Took of the accursed thing. He disobeyed direct orders. Read. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Hold on, hold on. He said who? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. Now, I thought it was kindled against the Khan. He was the one that did it, though, right? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against the children of Israel. You see how your decisions affect everybody else? Wow. You see how your selfishness affect everybody else? He said, everybody got to get checked because you want to be hard-headed. Right. You want to be disobedient. There's more to read, bro. And Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth-Avim, on the east of Bethel, and spake unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed Ai. So he sent out a scouting party to check out this city. To see what they talking about, to see what type of men, what type of setup they have, what type of military power, what is going on with this city. We yeah. sent out scouts, right? He's doing inquest, right? Inquisition, right? Read, bro. And they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or 3,000 men go up and smite AI. He said, that city, we shouldn't have to bring full force. We should be able to take them with just a handful, maybe two or 3,000 bulls. We go over there, we wreck shot, we handle the word of the Lord. We, we deal with these people. We take this land like the most high blessing us with, and we good. But let's see what happened though. Read, bro. And make not all the people to labor dealing, for they are but few. He say, that city, bro, is small, bro. We should be able to go on and, 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 and flush them. Just going to run run through them, going to have that taken care of, and we good. Bada bing, bada boom, we done. Read, bro. So they went up thither of the people, about 3,000 men. Uh-huh. And they fled before the men of Ai. What happened to them 3,000 brews? Fled before the men of Ai. So, you got put to flight. 3,000 men got put to flight from a small city that you should have just thrashed. But you know why? You didn't have God on your side anymore because one of your brothers was selfish and put everybody's lives at risk. That's right. Read. And the men of Ai smoked of them about 36 men. He said he smoked 36 men read for they chased them from before the gate even unto shebarim and smote them in the going down wherefore the hearts of the lord melted he said the hearts of the people melted the brothers was chased down got ran up on man some of them was put to sleep. 
All because of the decision of one brother choosing to be selfish. He then took the lives of his brothers. Took the lives of his sister's husband. Took the lives of his kinfolk's fathers. Nieces, nephews, cousins. Their fathers are no longer in the house. Their husbands are no longer in the house. They no longer can say, what's up, bro? Because they got to bury him. All because you chose to be selfish. All because you wanted to do what the most I said, don't do. You wanted to do your own thing. Jump down. Verse 11. Verse 11. Israel has sinned. And they have also transgressed my covenant. The most I said, Israel have sinned. And have transgressed his covenant. Did it say AI? I mean, excuse me, did it say Akon? He said everybody. That's right. Because everybody got to get checked for his mistake. Yeah. For his selfishness. Everybody got to get checked. Read, bro. Which I commanded them. For they have even taken of the accursed thing. They disobeyed a direct order. Read. And have also stolen. And dissembled also. He say, not only did you touch, but you took it. You stolen of the accursed thing. You took it and brought it in your own. Read, Doc. And they have put it even among their own stuff. So you took it and you ducked it off with your own stuff. You try to run up in the room, man, and throw it up in that closet under them dirty clothes so don't nobody go worry about it. Bring it out. You tried to duck it off like ain't nobody going to come in there cleaning up. So let's see what the most I say about that. Give me 1 Timothy 6 and 10. Read that, boo. The book of 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 10. For the love of money. For what? For the love of money. That good old wedge of gold. For the love of money. How about them Babylonian garments? For the love of money. Read, uh, Is the root of all evil. Because what it just did, it put a covetous envious spirit on you. Wanting to take the things that was a curse. The most I said, don't touch it. But for the love of it, it's shining, it looked nice. He said, turn your spirit evil. Read, uh. Which while some coveted after. A con coveted after the accursed thing. Read. They have erred from the faith. They did what? They have erred from the faith. Read. And pierced themselves. And did what? And pierced themselves. You shot yourself in the foot, man. You shot yourself in the foot. You committed suicide. Read. Through with many sorrows. With what? With many sorrows. So not only do you have the sorrow of having to watch your kinfolk, your people, weep and mourn because those brothers are never going to be seen again. But you also cause sorrow on yourself because of the judgment that's about to happen to you. Right. Let's go back. Excuse me. Give me Joshua 7 and 20. So Joshua would pull it up on a con. He didn't check the camp. 
We trying to see who got the issue, man. Who went in here and, and disobeyed God? So he pulled up on a con, and let's see what what was said. Read that when you get there, please. Because Joshua was following the orders of God. God told Joshua, hey, go seek it out. Go find who did this. Go bring them to birth so they can sit forth in front of the congregation. Read, bro. The book of Joshua, chapter 7, verse 20. And Akon answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against the Lord. He said what? I have sinned against the Lord. He said, Indeed, man, I did it. I was out there tripping, man. I went on and took it, man. It, it looked nice, man. I just wanted to go on and have it for myself, man. I ain't got nothing. I was over here chilling, man. I just wanted it. It looked nice, man. It was yeah. shiny, man. Don't they say everything that glitters ain't gold? That's right. Everything that's shining ain't what you want. That's all right. Read up. I have sinned against the Lord, God of Israel, and thus, and thus have I done. He say, this is what I did, man. I did it. I sinned against the Most High, man. I went out there, man. I was a thief. Read up. When I saw among the spoil a goodly Babylonian's garment. Man, he sold his people out, bro, for a Gucci fit, man. Yeah. He sold his people out, bro, for the new fit, bro. Yeah. For the Mego 9000 outfit with the gold yeah. chains. Bring that out. He sold his people out, bro, for them skinny jeans, man. Yeah. So you got to watch these people's family morning and week all because you wanted a new fit? Because you wanted to stun on them boys, pop up out the tent, man. Hey, man, I got this new garment on. I'm fresh. I'm fly down to the feet. Read, bro. And 200 shekels of silver. So, not only did I want to fit, man, I wanted to stun me. I needed a pocket full of money, too, man. I got to stone these boys, man. I got to throw these shekels in the air, man. Read, bro. And a wedge of gold of 50 shekels weight. Then I coveted them. Then I coveted them. Then he said, it like, man, hey, man, this, I, I took it, man. I got it. Now it's me, right? I'm holding on to it. Read up. And took them. And behold, they are hid in the earth, in the midst of my tent. He said, man, I ducked them off in the closet, bro, and then buried the clothes, man. I ain't want nobody to come in there and see what I did, man. I wanted to make sure everybody knew everybody was gone, so I can go up in there, man, and stunt with what I just took. Read out. Read up. And the silver... Under it. So Joshua sent messengers, and they ran unto the tent, and behold, it was hid in his tent. So he sent them over there to check and see what's going on, man. Let's make sure, man. He, he said he fessed up. I sinned against God. Let's see if he, he, he by his word and said this is what it was. So they went, they seen it, they found it under the tent. Read. And the silver under it. And they took them out of the midst of the tent. And brought them unto Joshua and unto all the children of Israel. So he brought the cursed thing out, bro. He laid it in front of the congregation. He laid it in front of the people to show them what was what. This right here, sis. This why your this this why your husband not coming home because he wanted that new Gucci outfit. Right this now. this right here, sis. This why your, your uh, why why your husband he never be able to take his children out to, to to play and teach them how to be men. Teach teach the woman how to how, uh, uh teach the little girl how to how to truly understand what it is, man. Bring it out. How to get the love of the father, man, so ain't nobody can just tell her she beautiful, she gorgeous, and go on and throw it, uh, 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 open them legs up. Bring it out. 
This why, right here. He wanted that Gucci fit and them in them, them slippers, man. He wanted that Fendi belt. He wanted the new Jordans that everybody got. All they uh, but a different color though, with the, the cool grays with the red bottom. Read, bro. And laid them out before the Lord. Verse 24. And Joshua and all Israel with him took a con, the son of Zerah, and the silver, and the garment, and the wedge of gold, and his son. I love so. He said he took the silver, he took the garment, he took the gold, he took his sons, read. And his daughters. And his daughters, read. And his oxen. And his oxen. So his, his, his initial wealth, read. And his asses. His cattle, read. And his sheep. Read. And his tent. So he took everything he owned from his bloodline on down to the tent. Bring it out. Read. Uh, and all that he had. And everything that was in his possession that was within the, the, the family of a con. Read. And they brought them unto the valley of a court. And Joshua said, Why hast thou troubled us? He said, Man, why? Why, 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 why you caused these brothers their lives, man? Because you wanted to stunt like your dad. Bring that up. Because you wanted to be the fly, the, the, the fly Negro in the camp. You wanted to be Mr. Top Dollar. He said, Why you trouble us, man? Why you got these families over here mourning never to see their kinfolk again? Read, bro. The Lord shall trouble thee this day. He said, The most high about to check you this day. You cause problems by having that selfish spirit. He say, the most I'm about to see about you right now. Read up. And all Israel stoned him with stone. What'd he do? Stone him with stone. He say he got his people checked. All his assets, all of his uh, all of his assets have now been confiscated. His bloodline has been confiscated. His life has been confiscated. All right. Read up. Uh, and burned them with fire. He say burn them with fire, man. They even burnt the tent. They had to get everything up out of there. Everything that was steeped in sin, bro. Everything that had that evil spirit. Everything that was done outside of the commandment of God had to go. Even the tent. That's how deep your God say that disorder, rebellious spirit. Like witchcraft. That stuff are not a wish to live. That's how strong that spirit is that the most high hated. He said it gotta go. So his family, all his assets, everything gone. He troubled his kinfolk, troubled his brothers and sisters, all because he wanted his son, man. He wanted to have a selfish spirit on him. So everybody else had to get checked for it. This is another example of that selfish spirit and how it can affect everybody adversely. Because you want to be the top Negro. So, I mean, uh, let's touch on a little bit more, man. Let's touch on Two particular individuals, man, that was riding for their nation, man, that was riding for the most high. Give me Esther's two and five.
three there when you get there, bro. The book of Esther, chapter two, verse five. So, kind of going to skim a little bit through this, touch on particular points uh, to give you an idea of who these two individuals were and how they were rocking. Read that, bro. The book of Esther, chapter two, verse five. Now in Shushan, the palace there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai. So this is during the Persian, uh, during the Persian captivity. Now we got Xerxes the first. This is what this is under. Giving a little background. Read the son of Jair, the son of Shimi, the son of Kish, a Benjamite, mm -hmm. who had been carried away from Jerusalem. With the captivity which had been carried away with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. Uh huh. Read. And he brought up Hadassah, that is Esther. So, Mordecai, he brought up Esther. He raised Esther, right? But who was Esther? Read. His uncle's daughter. So she was his cousin. He was his, she was his kinfolk. Read. For she had neither father nor mother. So this brother said, you know what? Her people gone. Her pops, her moms, they out of there. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring you in. I'm going I'm to be that father figure and, and give you the word of God. Teach you. Train you up on how you need to walk. That's selflessness. Okay. How many of y'all go out there and do that? For your kid, in the world and in the truth. Go try to be that father figure, be that light, be that example for that brewer, for that sister. Take your time to train them up in the way that they should go so they should never leave it. That's right. Read on, bro. For she had neither father nor mother. And the maid was fair and beautiful, whom Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took for his own daughter. He said he trained up, he, he taught her how to be and how to walk and how to be a true Israelite sister, right? So, let's get some more. Give me 2 and 17. The book of Esther, chapter 2, verse 17. And the king loved Esther. He's saying the king loved Esther. Right, read. Above all the women. So she had favor amongst the ruler right now. He said, the king loved Esther. She was fair. She was beautiful, right? She was a lady. She was taught by a Hebrew man on how to operate, right? Read. And she obtained grace and favor in his sight. So she had favor amongst the king, right? Read. More than all the virgins. So that he set the royal crown upon her head. So she got the crown. He, she had so much favor. The, 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 the king was liking on her so much that he gave her the crown, right? She was, quote, unquote, the, the, the queen, right? Read. And made her queen instead of Vashti. Mm -hmm, which is one he had to get rid of because she was disobedient. But let's get more. Jump over to 2 and 20. The book of Esther, chapter 2 and verse 20. 
Esther had not yet shewed her kindred nor her people. So she did not tell the king who she was and who her people was because she took uh, heed to the commandment. Let's get into it. Read up. As Mordecai had charged her. So she was listening to her father. Her father told her, hey, don't tell nobody who you are, who uh, uh, what your people is. Keep that on lock until it's time to be let that be known. Right? Read. For Esther did the commandment of Mordecai. She did what? The commandment of Mordecai. So she listened. She took heed. Read. Like as when she was brought up with him. So she not only listened now, she was listening as a child. She was paying attention. She was being taught. She was being brought up on how to be selfless. In order. Righteous. All of these coincide with each other, right? Give me Proverbs 22 and 6. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. He said, train up a child in the way he or she should go, like Mordecai, right? Read. And when he is old. And when she or he is old, read. He will not depart from it. They still going to be ten toes down. So it just said that she listened. She was paying attention. She took heed just like as she did as a child, right? Go back. Give, nope. me, give me two and twenty-one. The book of Mo- Esther, so like chapter two, verse twenty-one. In those days, while Mordecai sat in the king's gate, two of the king's chamberlains, Bigthan and Tirish, of those which kept the door, were robbed and sought to lay hands on the king. Osiris. Osiris. So, that's just King Xerxes. So, in the midst of Mordecai chilling at the gate, he overheard two people plotting on the life of the king. Valuable information, right? So, let's see what the brother did. Read, bro. And the, and the thing was known to Mordecai, who told it unto Esther, uh-huh. the queen. And Esther certified the king thereof in Mordecai's name. So what she did was she put he brought it to Esther, he told her what it was, told her, hey, this is what's about to transpire. These two people are seeking a life for the king. Put that in the ear, let them know who 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 who, who bringing the information to you. Read up. And when Inquisition was made of the matter So when they searched out the matter to see if what was said was really what it was, read. It was found out. Therefore they were both hanged on a tree. So both of them, they counted, was blown out. So Mordecai brought some information that saved the king's life. So let's put a pen in there. Keep that in mind, right? Finish it out, bro. And it was written in the book of the Chronicles before the king. Mm-hmm. Now jump down to verse 1 of chapter 3. Let's get, it. let's get into it. The book of Esther, chapter 3 and verse 1. After these things... Did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Hamamadatha, the Agagite? So this is an Edomite. This is a, of the a, of the seed of Esau, the seed of Edom. Read, bro. 
and advanced him, and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. So he has favor in the sight of the king, right? Read. And all the king's servants, that they were in in the king's gate, bowed. Yeah, all of the servants that was in the king's gate, they bowed unto this Edomite, right? Read. And reverenced him. And did what? And reverenced him. They reverenced him as if he was a god, right? Read. For the king had so commanded concerning him. Uh-huh. But Mordecai bowed not. What Mordecai do? Bowed not. The brother ain't bow down, man. He ain't bow down to his enemy. On top of that, he's not about to reverence somebody as if they're a god because we have a commandment saying, you're not going to put no other god before the most high. That's right. Read, bro. Nor did him reverence. Then the king's servants, which were in the king's gate, said to Mordecai, Why transgressest thou the king's commandment? He said, Why go against the commandment of the king? He's not his king. Bring that up. He's not his lord. He listened to the commandment of God. God tell you not to bow down to another idol, to another god, to another man. That's right. He said, I'm going to listen to my God. If the law of the land contradict the law of God, what you going to do? You going to follow God or you going to follow the law of the land? You going to be obedient or you going to be disobedient? Think about it. Read, bro. Verse 4. Now it came to pass when they spake daily unto him, and he hearkened not unto them. So they continue in the amen. Why you not bowing down, man? Why you not showing reverence? Read. That they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's matters would stand. Mm -hmm. For he had told them that he was a Jew. So he told them that he was a Jew. He told them that he was a chosen of God. Right? Read. And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. He said he hated the man. He had wrath. He wanted to do something to him. He wanted to put his hands on him. Read up. And he and he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai. So he thought to do that to Mordecai alone, right? Read. Alone. For they had shewed him the people of Mordecai. Wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews. What he thought to do? Destroy all the Jews. So instead of having his anger towards the brother, he took his anger and put it towards all of us. Keep that in mind. Read, bro. That were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, even the people of Mordecai. Mm -hmm. So now we got understanding. We got an enemy now in the gates of the king. Right? Mm -hmm. Somebody that's seeking to destroy the people all because Mordecai didn't want to bow down. Didn't want to break the commandment of God. Go jump over to verse 8. Yeah, verse uh, chapter 3, verse 8. The book of Esther, chapter 3, verse 8. And Haman said unto King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered abroad. So now that this Edomite is going to the king, now he's about to try to put a bug in the ear of the king, man, to have ill will and seek to destroy your people. Let's get into it. Read, bro. And dispersed 
among the people in all the provinces of thy kingdom. And their laws are diverse from all people. He say our laws are different from everybody else because we are following the laws of God. Right. Read up. Neither keep they the king's law. He say, man, they following what they want to do. They not following what you tell them to do. And they in your captivity. You they king. They supposed to be listening to you. Putting the bud in the ear of the king. Right? Read. Therefore, it is not for the king's profit. He say, it doesn't profit the king to have these people alive. Read. To suffer them. He say, it's time to put them in sleep. Let's keep going. Finish, uh, keep going, but read. Verse 9. If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. That what? That they may be destroyed. So he just put a hit out on the children of Israel. He put the bug in the ear of the king. Hey, man. We got to get them up out of here. All right because on. Mordecai didn't bow down. What you right. think Esau is doing right now? Because we don't want to bow down to his laws. We don't want to continue to drink the wine of Babylon. We are waking up and separating ourselves from the wicked and the vile. You think Esau like that? Right out. You think you 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 think Esau gonna give you a pass? Because now you to turn your God from him to your actual God. That's why you gotta be selfless in this walk. You gotta make sure all your I's are dotted, all your T's are crossed, everything is in row. Because you don't want any blemishes, man. You don't want any room for your enemy to come in and take you and your nation out. Right. We got enemies at all gates on all flanks, man. Read, bro. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business. So he said, I'm going to put some money in the hands of the people that's going to go out there and put them to sleep. Right out. He put a hit out. Read. To bring it into the king's treasures. Mm -hmm. Read. And the king took his ring from his hand and gave it unto him, the son of Hamidatha, the Agagite, the Jews' enemy. The who? The Jews' enemy. He say, your enemy is now about to put out his own decree with the seal of the king to show that this document is valid. So now you got a hit on the nation of Israel. You got an enemy, bro, that's seeking to destroy us. Even now. But let's keep going, man. So, painting the picture of how this goes into selflessness, right? Your whole nation back is against the wall because you have an enemy that literally put out a hit on the whole nation because of a brother did not want to bow down, did not want to break the law of his God. Right. And you also have a sister that he's brought up that he was taught in the way who is in a position where she can actually either do good or do bad. Let's get more of it. Let's, let's, let's get into this. Give me Esther 5 and 7. The book of Esther. Chapter 5 and verse 7. So, Esther has already spoken with Mordecai. They already come up with a plan on how to move. They're going to set things in motion to where they are going to be able to be Victorious in the end. But let's get into it. Read verse 7. 
then answered Esther and said, My petition and my request is, if I if I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do and I will do to tomorrow as the king has said. So they set in motion, she gonna throw a banquet, she gonna only invite the king and this Edomite who's seeking to destroy the nation and she gonna set things in motion, right? A sister that's in power has the ear of the king. This could have went completely left, but what she had, she was selfless. She used her position to make sure her nation come out on top. But let's get into it. Because would anybody, would any of us do that right now? We put in the position of power, or we gonna abuse that power and start acting like we unmelanated? Bring that out. Start acting like our enemy? Or we gonna make sure we, 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 we ride and find people, make sure that they load is gonna be a little bit easier because we've been doing rigorous, hard labor. All right. Are you gonna be selfish? You gonna have that nigga, uh, uh, excuse me, that, that Negro spirit on you? Or are you going to operate with that selfishness and make sure something's shake for your people? Let's see. Read on, bro. Then went Haman forth that day joyful and with a glad heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he stood not up, nor moved for him. He was full of indignation against Mordecai. So he's still having hatred towards his brother because he don't want to show him reverence. He was on earth because he was invited to the banquet, just him and the king and Esther, right? Read, bro. Nevertheless, Haman refrained himself. And when he came home, he sent and called for his friend. And Zeresh, his wife. So now he about to pillow talk with his friends and his wife, right? Read. And Haman told them of the glory of his riches mm -hmm. and the multitude of his children. And all the things wherein the king had promoted him. Uh-huh. So now he flexing. I got this. I got that. This is where we had an establishment of the king. Right? Read. And how he had advanced him above the princes and servants of the king. Mm -hmm. Haman said, moreover, yea, Esther, the queen did let no man come in with the king unto the banquet that she had prepared but myself. So she he, he pillow talking with his rib and his friends, hey, I'm the only one that got chosen to come to this shindig with the king. Me, him, and Esther, right? Read. And tomorrow am I invited unto her also with the king? Yet all this availeth me nothing. So long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting in the king's gate. He said, man, all of this is all cool, but that Israelite, man, he gotta go. He gotta go. He don't wanna show me reverence as a god. He don't wanna praise me. He gotta go. Bring it out. What you think? Esau not acting that same way right now? Bring it out. Because we waking up. We starting to change. We starting to operate for the better. We starting to change of how we moving. Don't you think by us Taking that dollar out of Esau's pocket, you don't think he rocked with anger? Bring it out. 
We're not out there slanging that dope. We're not buying that dope. We're not going in them stores buying them cigarettes. We're not out here uh, 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 out here killing ourselves with all of these uh, the foul foods. We're separating ourselves from our enemy. We're starting to become self-sustaining. That's right. You don't think that'll make him angry? Bring it out. <laughs> Keep going, bro. Let's finish it up. Verse 14. Then said Zerish, his wife, and all his friends unto him, let a gallows be made of fifty cubits high, and tomorrow speak down to the king that Mordecai may be hanged thereon. So now she put it in his ear. Hey, go on and get this gallows set up so you can go and put it in the ear of the king to kill him. Hanging from them gallows, right? Read. Then, then go down in merrily with the king unto the banquet. And the thing pleased him, and he caused the gallows to be made. So he took he took heed to to his wife, and he said, "You know what, man? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get this gallows made. So I'm gonna I'm I'm hang this Negro." So let's see what happens. Give me chapter six, verse six. The book of Esther, chapter six. Verse 6. So now he done came in with the king. He's speaking amongst him, right? But the king now has also thought back on the deed of Mordecai. Him saving his life. Putting that information in his ear. Say, man, you got two people plotting to kill you, right? Keep that in mind. I told you put a pen in it, right? Read, bro. So Haman came in. And the king said unto him, What shall be done unto the man whom the king... Delighted to honor. So, keep game how he talking. He say, "What what kind of things I'm gonna do for the person that delight that 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 that, that, that that's delighted, right?" Haman thinking he's talking about himself, but let's see who he really talking about. Read, bro. Now Haman thought in his heart to whom would the king delight to do honor more than I still. So he like, man, who else gonna get the honor? Who else uh, uh, got higher status than me right now? Read, bro. And Haman answered the king, For the man who, the, whom the king delighted to honor, let the royal apparel be brought which the king uses to wear. So he say, Go on and get your royal clothes. Go and bring them out here for the person that you seek to honor. Right? Read. And the horse that the king rideth upon. He say, your clothes, your whip, read. And the crown, and the crown royal, which is set upon his head. So he say, go give me the 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 the, the royal fit with the crown. Give me give me the, the the royal whip. Parade them right. Give them all these things right. Read. And let this apparel and horse be delivered to the hand. Of one of the king's most noble princes, that they may array the man with all whom the king delighted to honor. So he say, give him the whip, give him the clothes, give him the crown, parade him, put him on a higher status. Right? This is what Esau was trying to get for himself. But let's see who all of this went to. Read, bro. And bring him on horseback through the street of the city. And proclaim before him, thus shall it be done to 
to the man whom the king delighted to honor. He said, this was going to happen to the one that the king delighted to honor, right? Read. Then the king said to him, make haste and take the apparel and the horse, as thou hast said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew. Unto who? Unto Mordecai the Jew. Unto who? Unto Mordecai the Jew. He said, do these things unto Mordecai the Jew. Haman did all of these things. He set everything up for himself. But guess what happened? The brother that was walking in the in the word of the Most High, the brother that was doing his thing, the brother that was selfless by making sure he trained up the sister that was put in a power position. But there's more to it, right? Read, bro. That sitteth at the king's gate, let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. He say, go and hurry up and do these things to the man that saved my life, right? To the Jew, Mordecai. Give me Psalms 110 and 1. Because this sounds very familiar. Read that when you get there, bro. The book of Psalms, chapter 110, verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand. He say, sit at the right hand, right? Be in behavior of the law. Continue to, to, to seek the will of God, right? Read. And what's going to happen? Until I make thine enemies thy footstool. He say, keep riding with me. Keep having that faith. Stay locked in, man. Your enemy's going to be your footstool. So the brother saved the king life. Getting put on the higher status. Second unto the king. Right? Read, bro. Verse 2. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength. He says, send the rod of his strength. Right, read. Out of Zion. Uh-huh. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. He said, you're going to rule in the midst of your enemies. His brother is being set up in a position where he's going to make sure his nation is good. His sister has been set up into a position where they're going to make sure their nation good. That's selflessness, man. That's right. Instead of them trying to seek and find a way for them to make it good, they say, nah, man, my people were put in danger, was put in harm's way. I'm going to make sure they good. Right. Are you doing that? Are you making sure your house in order so your brother and sister don't get judged for it? Are you making sure your uh, your, your, dot, your eyes are dotted, your T's are crossed, all your ducks in the line so don't nobody else get judged? Are you making sure you following the will of the Most High so your family don't uh, get checked for it? So your wife don't get checked for it? So your children don't get checked for it? Or are you being selfish? Yeah. Are you being in disobedience to the Most High? Yeah. He said, "Examine yourself, right? Prove yourself, right? Are you doing that?" Matter of fact, go back. Chapter eight, verse three. We coming to. Uh, coming to an end of, of what I'm trying to paint for you here because Israel continues to have that selfish Negro spirit the ones put in put in the position of, of, of wealth or of power have they done anything for the nation Bring that out. Your Kobe Bryant, your LeBron James, your Michael Jordan your, your all of your, your quote unquote gangster rappers your conscious rappers, your woke rappers, your police officers that that's melanated, your doctors, your lawyers, your judges, 
your government officials. Are they making any changes to make things better for you? Or are they making sure that they family good? Or they making sure that they situation is, is straight? Think about it. This is what we battling, man. Your enemy destroyed your mind, so all you think about is him and yourself. Yeah. How to please him and how to make your pockets fat and hate your brother and sister. Let's keep going, man. Read uh, chapter 8, verse 3. The book of Esther, chapter 8, verse 3. And Esther spake yet again before the king and fell down at his feet and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman. So she sought with tears to the king who has favor amongst her because she was put above everybody else, right? Read. The Agagite. And his device that he had devised against the Jews. So now she's pleading to the king on the behalf of her people. A sister had put in a position, man, she could have made sure she was good. She could have made sure her situation was straight. But she pleading to the king to make sure Haggai get out of there. For the safety of not only her, her father, but her kinfolk, her whole mm -hmm. nation. Then the king held out the golden scepter. The golden scepter. Scepter, the like it. Toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, mm -hmm. and the thing seemed right before the king. And I be pleasing in his eyes. So now she's playing on the, 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 the emotions, the feeling of the king, because she already know that he got eyes for her. Read, bro. Let it be written. Let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman. She said, let it be written to reverse decree, to reverse that hit that was put out on the nation of Israel. Read. The son of her... Amaratha, the Agakite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces. So she sought with the with the king, man. She say, reverse that, reverse that decree that was put out by this man to kill my people. Read, bro. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come unto my people? She say, I can't even stomach the thought of what's gonna happen to my people. That's selflessness, man. Right. She's showing love to her nation because she could have easily said, I'm in, I'm the queen, I'm good. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm straight. But nah, she made sure everybody else was good. She made sure nobody was, was going to be missing anybody. Nobody was going to be, be laid out in, in the street prostrated dead. Read, bro. Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my kindred? Then the, then the king Ahasuerus said to Esther, the queen, and to Mordecai, the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman. What he did? Given Esther the house of Haman. He said, you know what, your enemy that seek to destroy you here, I'm going to give them to you. Read. And him, they have hanged upon the gallows. They did what? Of him, they have hanged upon the gallows. Remember, those gallows that he constructed to hang Mordecai on, he getting hung on himself. 
right. Don't you see your God say he was gonna make your enemies the footstool? You was gonna rule in the midst of your enemies. <clears throat> By having that selfless spirit, man, you got somebody riding with you. You got your shield, your sword. Being selfish, you ain't got none of that. You got no protection. You left to the wolves. Read, bro. Because he laid his hand upon the Jews. He said he gonna get hung from his own contraption because he sought to kill my people. Read. Uh, yeah, read. Write ye also for the Jews as it liketh you. In the king's name. In the king's name, right? With that same ring that was given to Haman, right? Is now being passed on to Mordecai, right? Read. And seal it with the king's ring. For the right for the for the writing which is written in the king's name. And sealed with the king's ring. May no man reverse. He said, May no man reverse this decree that's about to come out to say that Israel good. Israel now is gonna be able to have the 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 uh the go ahead to go and knock off their enemy. Jump down to verse eleven. Verse eleven. Wherein the king granted the Jews which were in every city to gather themselves together uh -huh. and to stand for their life. And to what? And to stand for their life. Read. To destroy. To slay. And to cause to perish. All the power of the people. And province. That would assault them. He said you got the king's decree. To go out and lay waste to the ones that had an evil lie towards you. To the ones that wanted to put you in the dirt. Go put them in the dirt. Go blow that candle out. Go put them to sleep. Read. Both little ones and women. And to take the spoil of them for a break. He said, put them to sleep, women, children, and take what they got and bring it on. Make that your own assets now. Bro, having a selfless spirit, bro, you see, you see what comes about that. That's right. And you see what come about being being a a a, a upside down Negro, man. You got. It. Blessings and the curses. You got good and you got bad. It's time to start operating, man, with that selfless spirit, man. Let's see, jump over to uh, chapter 9 and 12. We coming to a close, Israel. The book of Esther, chapter 9, verse 12. And the king said to Esther, the queen, the Jews have slain and destroyed 500 men in Shushan, the palace, and the ten sons of Haman. So he remember he said he was going to give her the house. So that means all of them got to go. The sons, the wife, and everything was going to be what? Reclaimed unto them. Remember, Mordecai gave her the order not to tell the king who she was and who her people was for this very moment. Because now she used that information, bro, for the good of the nation. She could have used that information for the good of herself. Selfless spirit, man. Read, bro. What have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now, what what is thy petition? And it shall be granted thee. Or what is thy 
request further, and it shall be done. Mm -hmm. Read. Then said Esther, If it please the king, let it be granted to the Jews which are in Shushan to do tomorrow. Also according unto this day's decree, and let Haman's ten sons be hanged upon the gallows. He said, go on and get them up out of here, man. Remember, he said, I give you the decree to anybody that sought to assault you, go and get them up out of there. You think they ain't want revenge for their father? Yeah. You think they ain't want to spill the blood of the Israelites? They thought 10 steps ahead. Let me go on and take him out. Let me go and get his family about the way too so they don't be coming trying to get revenge. Bring it out. He said, if you're going to do it, do it thoroughly, right? Read, bro. Verse 14. And the king commanded it so to be done. And the decree was given at Shushan. And they hanged Haman's 10 sons. They did what? They hanged Haman's 10 sons. Got him up out of there. This is the type of spirit you want, man. Because all your enemies will be brought to bear. All your problems will be brought to bear. This is what you want, Israel. This is what happens when you have a selfless spirit. Versus a selfish spirit. We coming to a close, man. Give me Sirach 4 and 28. The book of Sirach, chapter 4, verse 28. Strive for the truth unto death. He say, stay locked in, man. Stay 100 with this walk. Read. And the Lord shall fight for thee. And you see what happened. You see what happened when you have a selfless spirit. When you had a love for your people. When you had a love for your God, man. He said, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to ride with you. Read, bro. Be that hasty in thy tongue and in thy deeds slack and remiss. He said, don't backslide, man. In your deeds, man, if you say you're going to do this, do it. I think we, we, we said all the words of the most high that he commanded we gonna do. He just said don't be slack. Don't be remiss in your word, man. So if you striving for the truth, you stand locked in, bro, he's gonna fight for you. Sorry, bro. Give me Matthew 22 and 36. And we out. Read that, bro. The book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 36. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Yahweh said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. He said, You're going to be obedient. You're going to follow orders. You're going to keep the commandments. You're going to show that love, right? Read. This is the first and great commandment. Mm hmm. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. He say the second is like unto the first. You gonna do what? Love thy neighbor as thyself. He say you gonna make sure you good. So you gonna make sure they good. You being in order, gonna make sure they in order. Uh -huh. 
you being having your uh, your eyes dotted, your T's crossed, everything lined up, they're gonna have the same thing. They're gonna have that shield over them, that, that armor of God wrapped around them, just like you got it wrapped around you. You're gonna make sure that they in order, and they're gonna make sure you in order. Right. Selfishness, man. Finish it out. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. He say, this is a summarization, man, of these laws, of this blueprint that was given, man. Love God, follow his order. And love your brothers as you love yourself. So if you don't love yourself, you got everything upside down, everything out of order, how you think you're going to operate with your brothers? How you think you're going to operate with your sisters? So if you don't love yourself, if you hate yourself, therefore you what? You hate your brothers and sisters. So at the end of the day, man, selflessness, selflessness, selflessness. And on that note, Shabbat Shalom.